the beat guys, Sweeney uh, Murdy with the Yankees, Eddie Coleman, of course, the fixture with the Mets. Guys, welcome. How are you? Hey, I'm Mike. Great. Thanks Good for having me. You. Sweeney, let me start with Eddie first because he and I kind of go back a little a little longer than uh, you and I do. Uh, <laughs> you mean I'm older? Is yeah, that it? Yeah. <laughs> Not only that, but, uh, you know. I'll defer. No my, problem. My first show uh, that, well, other than filling in for guys, my first show, obviously, was with Eddie, and uh, it was a good show, except they always had me doing something else, so I was never there. But when we were there, it actually was a good show, although it didn't last together too long, Eddie. But that's a long time ago. And Eddie was the vet who kind of was showing this rookie, uh, you know, this business and stuff like that. So Eddie Coleman was very good to me in the beginning and is a, you know, a lifelong friend. He's been here forever, and uh, it seems like ever. Eddie, it does. It? it does seem like a lot of time. Well, listen, you always had the chops to do it. You know, you have the knowledge and stuff, and you needed the radio uh, stuff, too. And that didn't take you long as a matter of fact, but that uh, that was interesting at the beginning. Leo, no, learning and, the ropes. And, and, you were, and you were great about that because they kept yanking me out of the show and Eddie's trying to get a show started with he and I and they keep <laughs> yanking me out of the show because Pete kept getting sick. Yeah, so right, I wind exactly. up every day, wind up, Mike, you're not Pete working Franklin. with Eddie today. You're going to sit in for Pete. You're going to sit in for Pete. And I wound up sitting in for Pete. I wound up sitting in for Pete more than I did working with Eddie in the midday. So I was never there. Uh, but Eddie's obviously had a uh, long career going back to even before for the fan. He's been in this business forever, going back to working with the great Kurt Gowdy and yeah. stuff like that. So, uh, But it's, it's sad to say, Eddie, as I'll spend a minute uh, since you guys both have your teams. Um, it's not Do we have fault, to talk about this? But, you know, <laughs> You're we, have now, finally, we have finally basically just put the put, put the put the uh, the corpse to bed here. Ah, you I know. Yeah. 40 I mean, losses, that's a, that's a pretty good, before you had the halfway point, that's, you know, uh, that's a pretty good mark. I, what what would be your tact? I mean, do you declare an early, do you just try to prolong the agony, or do you just start to make the moves that will work I, towards next year? You know, I, I think you take it through this road trip or whatever. You know, you go to San Francisco, you go to Miami, you see where you are at that point, you come back, play the Phillies. I mean, listen, there's time because, you know, the 31st of July is still some time away. It is, yeah. You're not going to do anything probably till the last couple of weeks anyway. So, right. But at that point in time, are they going to be sellers? They certainly look like it at this point. Uh, and they have a lot. Uh, they they can sell a lot if they want to. Let's put What's it that the way. mood of this team now? You got a lot of veteran guys in there. Yeah. A lot of guys who know they're not going to be here next year. Uh, I think you know. And you heard uh, you heard Bruce say it the other night too. And and you know and he's the one who may be here because they really like Bruce a lot. They do. Yeah, they do. Question: and How much money he wants? Oh well, that's that's it. And how many too. years he wants? And how many years he wants right. as well too. And I'm I, you know listen, I, I like it. Listen, he's having a great year, and I I do like him, and I understand why they would want him here because right. he's a good sense veteran guy in the and clubhouse. And good with the kids. And you, and you, right. don't, you may not have that next year because right. you don't know about right. You, you know, oh, I don't think any of them are going to be here. Right, so yeah. I, the, they're all going to be gone. But I would also be careful, too, because he's not the most athletic guy, and you want to, you, you know, I, I think that's one place they need to Are we over the hump with Conforto, or has he fallen back into the same stuff as last year? No, I don't think he has, but I think he's a different player now, but at the same time, he's he's having a tough time right now, and they need him, right? And, you know, the major bad. thing is, you know, they need to play Conforto, which makes sense, but right when they started to have to play him, Grandy was getting hot, and Grandy's they can't get him in the lineup. Grandy's got an OPS almost a thousand this month. Grandy is the best fourth outfielder or fifth outfielder, if you want to put it that yeah. way, on uh, on any team in baseball because he's, he's like an afterthought in the lineup every day. Yet he goes out and hits home runs. And uh, I'll put Aaron Hicks in that conversation. Yeah, he needs to play. Sweeney, yeah. let's get to the Yankees for a second. As uh, last night, I'll tell you this. 
I talked to Joe yesterday. I told him that I had really second-guessed him. I thought he should have gone two innings with Patances the night before. He discussed why he didn't. But again, I was very puzzled. I understand he wants to get Clippard back in the game, but not the next night. I mean, the poor guy, again, I mean, bringing him in. I don't know if you saw it. He brings him in, two pitches, boom, (laughs) double homer. He got to go out and get him again. The poor guy is shell-shocked. I think the idea was not to bring him in with a lose. It's one thing if you're going to bring him in, you're down 8-1. But you have to to wait the next night. Of course. It just so happened to be. But if you bring him down 8-1, everybody's miserable because you're losing. You get a chance here. If he gets a couple of outs, then he can at least feel happy with the rest of the group. Agreed, but it could not have worked worse. It could not have worked <laughs> It could not. Worse. He, you, no. had, you had to have him. And at least they played the music when he walked off so they didn't get <laughs> booed over the music. And now he's going he's gonna <laughs> to go from the A list to the B list. So now the, the managers have the, these are the relievers it, we use for ahead. These are the guys we use are behind. Have to. For a little while at least, he's going to move to I the I mean, he list, got so. absolutely destroyed. Every, everything off the bat is a, is yeah. a booming shot. The last shot. six guys in a row have just hit rockets. Um... Interesting, you know, for you, uh, for both you guys. There's Bright, you know, you know, there's Conforto on this team. Mm-hmm. There's Judge on this team. Uh, tell tell the folks something about Judge that they might not know that you would see with all the stuff you spend around the team. You know, I just think the idea of how grounded Judge is, and you, people want to say they want to compare his demeanor to Jeter in that way. I don't think it's exactly like that. I just think it's he's understated, and I think maybe Jeter was early on as a kid, and he blended in with the veterans that way. Maybe that's kind of what they're seeing, but. I think this is a guy who is a good hitter and a good athlete. Uh, He's got all the right demeanor. I've already seen him manage media around his locker every single day. Every day, there are 15 guys lining up for one-on-one interviews with Judge, Mm -hmm. and he manages them pretty much on his own, saying, I can do this now, I can do this later, I don't have time for this, I'm sorry, I gotta go hit. He does it very respectfully, he does it very well. I think he's getting used to all the attention. I think as a player, I think we've gotta understand how good he is. He's not just a home run hitter, he's a really good athlete. He was a center fielder in college. Brett Gardner told me he's going to win a gold glove out there sooner or later, especially when he starts pulling Dave Winfields and pulling home runs back over that fence. Interesting. You know, both these guys have been here. Eddie was a radio guy even before the fan. He came down uh, from New England to do the fan. Sweeney started it. I you grew were up in, here. You were an intern, I, I came right? as an intern. I was 20 what years year old when I walked you, in. 1991. 91 is an intern. Yeah. So they've both been here a very long time. You, Eddie, are one of the originals. Uh, been here from, 87, the, yeah. from the beginning. Yeah. Um, when you came down, what was your thoughts about FAN? You know, here's uh, I'll tell you a quick story. All right, John Shannon uh, was the guy who who founded FAN. I heard your interview with Smolian too, and he and he uh, and, uh, gave credit to John. He should have too. John passed away, one of the guys. But John had hired me for a thing called Enterprise Radio in 1981. It was the prelude or the pre- uh, predecessor to ESPN Radio, right. but it, but it wasn't time. It didn't take off. We were out of work. They brought me down from Boston to do this. It was in Connecticut. Uh, I was out of work within uh, 12 months. Okay, and looking for a job, trying to get back to Boston to my old job, which was a good one. I was uh, an afternoon drive guy for Gil Santos, yeah. the legendary voice of the Patriots, and he was the uh, he was the morning guy. Uh, John calls it again in '87. He says, "I got another job for you." I said, "Well, what makes me think this, <laughs> this, this one's going to work out any better than the last one did, pal?" He says, "Hey, sometimes you got to take a chance." And you know what? It was one of those things where, you know, I, I was going to work where I was, and it was fine. It was a great job. Gil was a great guy, but I was. 
he wasn't going anywhere, neither was I. You know, he was going to be there for a long time. I said, what the heck, we did it. And that's when I came down and, uh, and things worked out. And I get to work with people like you. Are you surprised, Sweeney. are you surprised, Eddie, that this, uh, you were a radio guy, you mm-hmm. were around, you know, you knew what they were trying to do. Were you surprised that it worked the way it did? Are you, uh, what, are you mo- what are you most surprised about at FAN? What, what surprised you the most? I, I think, you know, I, I thought it would work, uh, but I, I thought the model that John was doing at the beginning was probably out of kilter after being down in New York well because I didn't know that much about New York I had to find out about it I, I was a Boston guy uh, but bringing in people from outside and he brought in great talent no question but it doesn't work in New York you need homegrown people and you need you need people and once they started doing that I said this can work I must when he came obviously I think that kicked it over the top no question yeah. changed everything yeah. uh, because it gave you a morning show. They didn't have a morning show. And, and yeah, it gave you a, a, a base to build from, to promote from, and gave you revenue. Mm-hmm. Sweeney, your start when the station was, Sweeney went to Penn State, your start was an intern what year? Uh, intern in 91. And well, I what did hired. you do? What was the first thing you did at FAN? Uh, as an intern or as, at my job? As an intern. As an intern, I, you know, one of the first days I remember I came in, it was like a, I had a Monday afternoon shift. And... I'm in the, working in the newsroom, you're doing all the newsroom operations, and for, you know, it's kind of antiquated now, but you're pulling wire copy, right. you're pulling media guides off shelves to right. give information to you guys, and yep. Eddie, Eddie was on with Dave. Uh, you and Chris walked out of the studio during a break, and I looked at, I knew nothing about the radio station when I got my internship. I knew we were all sports, I knew the Mets were on, I wanted to work in sports radio, and this, it just so happened. You guys walked out, I had no idea who Chris was, and I looked at us and Hey, that's the guy who does college basketball on CBS. I know that guy. <laughs> that's that's. I had no idea you were Mike of Mike and the Mad Dog, and I knew none of the hosts on the radio station. Um, barely had heard of Imus, even though you know, I was kind of I was into radio in high school and in college, and I just wanted to come to a place when when they told you that there was a place that talks sports all the time. Like, yeah, sign me up. I'm going to go there. And you all these quick. years later, it actually <laughs> And there's out. a lot of people who have been here a long time. You know, there really are Absolutely. when you think about it. I mean, there's so many when you think about it. And a lot of them you've heard today. Some of them we might not have gotten to today for some reason. Some of the uh, people who were part of this earlier uh, aren't here anymore, like a Bill Mazur, as mm-hmm. an example, or a Pete Franklin. Um, they've passed on. Um, the, the bottom line is uh, there's a lot of people who contributed to it, and they should all be remembered and if we don't get to them today uh, we still do remember everybody's contribution uh, even if you don't hear from them today because obviously everyone can't be on uh, schedules and everything else but uh, there's so many people Eddie that that have been here a long time I remember uh, you know what I remember I remember what you and I did that Howie Spear interview (laughs) I mean that was unbelievable I remember that thing like it was yes that one like it was yesterday and uh, George got so mad I mean that was unbelievable Uh, that's one day I remember being with you when you know we what did I remember doing interview. with you, what? which I was a lot of fun. What's that? With the Saturday shows we used to do on Saturday morning, college football right. focus and college basketball beat. Hey, Tom. We used to do that How are you? All, all the time and uh, on the weekends, and that was that was fun. Yes, uh, we had a lot of fun doing. Absolutely, that. Yeah. Uh, and Eddie's Eddie's been here as we said done a million jobs. You've done basically everything. You've done updates. <laughs> Is there anything you haven't done? No, sweep the building. But you've really done it. Wait till this weekend. And here's the amazing thing. Here's the amazing thing. How long, th- this will shock people, how long have you been with the Mets? 
exclusively. Uh, the, the now, Eddie did play-by-play play a long time with the Mets, too. Right. But how long have you been with the Mets? Uh, 96 was really the first year they did That's 20 years now. That's 20 years. But 90, I was actually with them 93 when they were terrible. When they were, when they, were all, they went through uh, the Benia stuff right. and all, all that stuff. And uh, 93, uh, they were they were off. And that was pre-Benia at that point. But uh, the 93-94 season, I, I'd, I'd go and they'd yank me off the team. They were so bad, they'd yank me off the team like halfway through and the season. What year did you, and Eddie's always done NFL shows every yep. year uh, on the station. Just to follow you all and, time, Yep. Right? And what year did what what year did you start with? 2001 the, was my first year on the Yankees. I started. I came back after my internship in '93. I was a producer for about four and a half years. I worked with you. I worked with you. I worked with everybody as a producer. And then I started to build my on-air aspirations again. Uh, worked my way up through update shifts. I started the Yankees in 2001. I was just telling somebody the 25th man on the roster my first year covering the Yankees was Clay Bellinger. And now his son's going to win Rookie that. of the Year. You know, that's amazing. Well, that's and, you know, boy. and Julio, who drives me every day, he's not here today because he, his daughter has her uh, prom oh, wow. today. So he took the day off. Uh, Julio's old partner, Joe, is with me today. And um, But Julio's like, you got to get Clay Bellinger on. You got <laughs> to yeah. talk to you gotta, I said, Julio, I promised this week, you got to get Clay Bellinger on. We have to find out what he thinks about his son. Yeah. Think about being oh, a player. Okay. And Clay right. Bellinger wasn't much of a major leaguer. No. But how about his being, a, be how about his, being his that son. kind of major leaguer or just being a major leaguer yeah. and then having a kid who goes absolutely yeah. crazy oh, in the major leagues? His son crushed his career home run total in about three weeks. <laughs> it was crazy. And I, I remember that first spring. I didn't meet... Um, Cody, I met Cole, his younger son. He was holding him. He was like one year old. He just got drafted last you know, last week by Amazing, the Padres. Isn't it? It, is, know, it, it, it is. It is. It really and, and, and have a phenom. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, he's a phenom right now. I yeah. mean, it really is. It, it really is uh, remarkable. Eddie, how long do you think we see Rosario? What? what how long? Sooner than later now? I, well, it's got to be sooner. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't understand why he's not here at this point. You know, it's kind of like the Conforto situation. Remember when that happened? And it, it took a long time for them to bring. Conforto up, and I know he's had ups and downs, but some people, some kids can can handle it and do it. And you knew that right away he could just talking to him in spring training. This kid can too. I don't know why he's not here now. I but you know they're going to bring Cabrera back, and I, I think I think Reyes's days are are yeah he's to an you know end. he right. he hits a hit all year, then he hits two homers off Kershaw. I mean right. how <laughs> crazy is that? I mean, exactly. how, that is crazy. It is nuts. Well, listen, these guys have been fixtures forever. They'll be here for uh, well, he'll you'll be here many years to come. I don't know. I when so. Eddie is going to be here. Eddie's, day day. Eddie, Eddie's never leaving. Eddie, Eddie's I'm gonna, on the clock. Eddie's <laughs> never leaving. He's never leaving. Sweeney, congrats. Good to see Mike, you. Thank, thank you. you. Eddie, Mike, always. Thanks for everything. Over Eddie, uh, who's been an absolute fixture. Eddie Coleman and Sweeney Murdy, everybody.